We choose to do these things. We choose to go to the moon and play rock music and do the other things. <laughs> and run. Run very fast all over the place. Goddamn. We choose to have an intermission in the middle of our 20-minute cartoon. Not because it is easy. Actually, it is. Takes up a few minutes. <laughs> That's right. We're a Riverdale Recap Podcast. Here to talk about... Josie and the Pussycats in Outer Space. Yeah. Because we are continuing our uh, interlude, I guess. Our our uh... our own intermission. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the SAG After Strike is reportedly over. We are recording this, of course, after a tentative agreement has been uh, uh, approved by the strike committee and union leadership and is currently being shopped around to members member yay or nay votes are not expected to be in for another week or more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so while uh, the strike is over and uh-huh. we could return to Riverdale, uh huh. I really wanted to do this. You really want to talk about really Josie and the Pussycats in outer space. Josie and the Pussycats in outer space. So we are. <laughs> we're going to do it. We watched two episodes for you, mm-hmm. and we're here to talk about them. The first two episodes, this is a Hanna-Barbera special coming at you. Yeah. If you've watched a Scooby-Doo, you know what you're getting, including Casey Kasem. And a lot of running around. <laughs> Lots of running around. We're just going to run for a montage. So after the better-known 16-episode series of just Josie and the Pussycats, yeah. they came back two years later with a second a series of equal length. There's 16 yeah. and 16 where they're just in space. And I mean, and they're just in space. They, they never explain why. They put a, the barest, slightest, uh, uh, insultingly incomplete uh, explanation in the like opening credit song. That they fell into the spaceship. Yeah. That they were posing in front of a picture for. They, they were doing a photo op and they, they all tripped and fell in together. The entire which, cast of Josie and the Pussycats. Which implies that maybe they were going to go to space anyways. <laughs> maybe not. But this is the worst made spaceship ever. Because you can yes. just fall into it and it takes the fuck off. <laughs> It just goes. It just goes. It's prime. It's ready. That thing is all charged up and ready to buzz. Uh, yeah. So it, they're they're in their gigantic Hitachi magic wand. Hitachi. What's that? What's that? <laughs> okay. Because uh... I said it looked like a vibrator. Yeah. So did I. Dear. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what that is. Okay. <laughs> Christmas is coming. I don't know, uh... Davids. <laughs> Could have been a Gundam. I don't know. <laughs> Hitachi, the home goods brand. I don't consider it home goods. <laughs> it ain't away goods. Personal care? There we go. There we go. I mean, it could be a The away. company also makes TVs. Like, the, it's it's not a not known company name. I don't know why I'm hung up on this. this yeah, why are you Googling them? <laughs> Just I thought you were gonna like pull up a picture of it or something and be like, this is what it looks like. Like, I know it looks like a fucking vibrator. Like, your Google suggestions are good. Yep, that's exactly what it looks like. See? Specifically. Yep. Yep. Yes. Just put yeah, some okay. things on that baby. Okay. Yes. I have seen specifically that one before, but. Ooh, in stock. Ooh. I, I didn't Google the company. <laughs> So yeah, they're bebopping around in episode one, Where's Josie? Yeah. Uh, So clearly this is a big inspiration for uh, the finale of Twin Peaks. Yes. It it all goes back to Josie and the Pussycats in space. Uh, In outer space, excuse me, excuse me. So uh, we learned that they can't fucking drive this thing. (laughs) Do any of them know what they're doing? Signs point to no. And for some reason... All of their expectations fall on Valerie, that she should know how to drive it. And I question, why? Why? <laughs> well, Why are we, like, putting this pressure on this girl? Because Melody can't read. Well, yeah, that's pretty <laughs> obvious. But, like, 
Would you trust Alexandra? We're no. running out of candidates. Would you trust Alexander? No. No. And Alan M., his muscles are too big for him to actually reach the buttons. Okay, well, why is it falling on her and not Josie? Josie is not a serious person. <sighs> okay. Um, luckily, they acknowledge the fact that they can't fucking drive. Uh, and so, Episode two, we'll see just how not serious Josie is. And so they are going to, they're like, oh, well, it's a good thing we're in outer space. There's nothing to crash into except that giant planet we're heading straight for. <laughs> if this, it would be so easy to take this script word for word and make the most terrifying horror series. <laughs> <laughs> Just re-record it with a different tone. So then they're like, oh my god, do everything with our, you know, magic wand, they, and maybe we'll get lucky. They touch every button instead of it touching their buttons. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and so they crash. They crash on an amalgam of every planet from Star Trek the Animated Series all at once. Yes. And they're like, man, this is a weird-ass planet. And I'm like, not really, because it has oxygen. <laughs> And then this weird-ass little dude shows up that kind of looks like a popple. A popple? A popple. What's a popple? We've talked about popples before. We've talked about popples? Yes, it's it's a toy. Hold on, let me pull up a popple for you. Popple toy. I don't know if that's it. Yeah, popples. Yeah, I It looks like so. a popple. Yeah, yeah, but more blobby. More blobby. Like, I mean, there are lots of different types of popples. Like a popple is halfway between a teddy bear and this thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah, but like the little floppy ears, the colors. Floppy everything. This thing's got yeah. four flippers for limbs. Yeah. And it swears like the dickens. Yeah, they name him Bleep because all he says is bleep bleep. And I said, hey, you know what? If you just imagine all those bleeps being swear words, this takes on a whole different entertainment value. So I think canonically here in this house, this creature's name is Fuck. Yes. And all of its lines are making uh, just the bluest uh, uh, actionable uh, threats against public figures. And they had to cut all that out of broadcast. Yes. Yes. And I love it so much. <laughs> uh, Melody says, oh, Bleep says we should go this way. Bleep is actually describing how he would kill the president. <laughs> you can't say that on TV, Bleep. No. Fuck. Fuck. That's why they call him Bleep. You know, they're like, oh, my God. He just tried to bite your nose off. And because... She's like, no, he just wants to go in for a kiss. And I'm like, no, he's definitely trying to bite your nose off. <laughs> he knows there are bones under your skin. And he, he wants the bones? fucking get to them. He wants the bones. <laughs> uh, maybe that's why uh, uh, Alex's, Alexander Cabot's glasses are never straight. They are constantly crooked. Okay, you know what he also looks like? What and does I, he look I like? I don't know what they're fucking called. But I remember it was also from growing up and there were these like weird blobby creatures and they had a book series. Mm -hmm. And they were like different. I feel like they were maybe German. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it was like from another country. Maybe it was Bleak German. Might be, this might be but, space Germany. Planet no, Germany. it was like these blob like characters. Okay. And I remember. I remember we had a couple of their books, but I also remember, like, I don't know, like, a dentist we went to for a short time had the books in their waiting room, and I do not know what they were called. I prefer to go to the dentist for a short time. If they, I'm there for a long time, I get cranky. They were shaped like him, but they were, like, different. Like, this one's the green one, and this one's the black one, and this one's red, and, uh -huh. like... It's not Mr. Men. Uh, no, because they no. were, like, circles. Yeah, they, they were simple shapes. Yeah, Mr. Men were like, yeah, not them. <sighs> Blobby. <laughs> Blobby German children's book. Blobby Let's see what that is. German children's book. No, I do <laughs> not mean the weird man with, like, knife fingers. What? <laughs> I don't know what I fucking got. <laughs> Strulepter? Struel Peter. Why is he chopping off people's 1845 children's book about maybe Edward Scissorhands before. Oh, shock headed Peter is, is the translation. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's not what I would no, find at my dentist. No, I tell you that right uh, now. Blobby children. 
Blobby character children's book. Nineteen ninety. <laughs> These, this. Barba Papa. Yes. Did you ever encounter the Barba Papas? I've never heard of Barba Papa. And judging by the subtitle, I, th- I think that's French. Okay, French. <laughs> this was totally like a thing. I re- it, it reminds me of this, though. Yeah. It's like a cross between this and Popples. L- Lil Fuck does look like a Barba Papa. Right? Yeah. But like a Popple yes. version. A, a Barba Popple. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have weird, weird things I remember. <laughs> But not the brand name Hitachi. But Blobby ch- ch- Character Children's Book from 1990 got me this. <laughs> <sighs> what a wonder to live in the future. Right? If if this was 20 years ago, I would just be living here going insane. <laughs> so... So now, now the plot starts to begin. Now that we've assembled our cast, found our uh, our little fucker, our <laughs> found that <laughs> little fucker. I was gonna say mascot, our space mascot, our, our space. That's what they mascot, call him, the little fucker. The little fucker. Actually, excuse me, they call him Bleep Bleep. So he's yeah, fuck fuck. He's fuck fuck. <laughs> Find little shit fuck and adopt him into the family. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and now the difference between a 20-minute cartoon yeah. and the 11-minute cartoons we've been watching previously becomes clear. Because things still just happen. Yeah. And about the same amount of things. Yeah. But they take a little longer to get there. Yeah. <laughs> They're on this planet mm-hmm. and, like, um, Josie gets, like, kidnapped and replaced with a robot. They, they don't, don't know, know this, this for a minute. Instead, they don't know this. They just think that Josie only has four points of articulation now, and it's normal for her to make clockwork noises. And it's totally like makes sense for her to fall in water and like disintegrate. <laughs> they. <laughs> it takes Even a minute after f- she explodes into springs and cogs for them to figure out what happened. But little fuck fuck was trying to warn them all along. He mm-hmm. was like, uh uh-uh. uh, fuck 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 <laughs> fuck fuck fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you build a bomb, kids. Oh no, we gotta bleep that. Bleep, 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 bleep. And they're like, "Oh my god, we cannot leave until like we find Josie." Mm-hmm. Um. Meanwhile, Josie is in a hover car with a Venture Brothers background character who never speaks. I referred to him as the weird, depressed alien guy. He looks pretty sad. He looks super sad until he makes weird, shifty eyes. <laughs> And then he goes back to looking really depressed. <laughs> like most Venture Brothers characters, he's got a touch of the depression. And so he's, yeah, like, piloting her away. Um, and then there's a welcoming committee for everyone else. Of, of the space monsters. Except there's nothing to fear. They are not monsters. And they explain everything and introduce everyone. And everything, like, starts with the letter Z. They are ten space. feet tall, though. Yes, they're, they're so fucking tall. They're very large men. Yes, they. it's like Pandora. There are no women on this planet. That we know of. That we, you know? You know, gender? We don't know. Gender's different. We don't know it's what space. sexual dimorphism looks like on this planet, or if it even exists. Yeah, Yeah. You know, this we, is just Gimli talking about uh, uh, how his mom had a beard in that one scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And egg, egg on my face. Yeah. Bleep me. Stop putting our, like, gendered stereotypes on... You know, aliens, mm-hmm. they can do whatever they want. And uh, they will once they get inspired by the look of the spaceship. Yeah. And so they're like, oh my gosh, like, your person got stolen. Give us the details. We will help. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go to the city of swoops. Yes. It's a very swoopy architecture on here. It's, uh, it's, it's 1972, I tell you what. So they're, they're getting a tour that includes moving sidewalks. Mm-hmm. It's like they're at O'Hare. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's a statue of a weird dude named Karnik. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's our former leader. But he was like kind of crazy and awful. So we exiled him. And built a statue of him just in case. Well, no, the sta- they say that the statue was erected when he was still like 
in charge. He erected it of himself. You can get rid of that. They don't you realize that. You can just get that. rid of that. You can put it in the trash. Because the statue is clearly alive. It's making shifty eyes. It's making shifty eyes. And, like, no one seems to, like, fucking notice. If you give Karnak five bucks, he will do a dance move. It's... <laughs> he's just busking is what he is. They... They go, um, to... The the island of exile. Yeah. Because that's where he, you know, is. Because that's where they exiled him to. It makes it really easy to know where this person was stolen away to. Incredible detective work. They're like, hey, I think something nefarious happened to our friend. And the people that run the planet are like, we've only had one nefarious person ever. Let's go to his house. Yeah. (laughs) It's an island. So, like, he should be there. Uh, and so they go, and little fuckfuck fuck is like, oh my god, I know where Josie is. Because cause shitfuck has robo-sense. Yes. And he also has Josie sense. Yes. They go, and, and they get to the cell, but uh, Alexandra's like, mm, I don't think that's fucking Josie, so I'm going to dump a bucket of water on her. And it's the real Josie this time. Rule of threes. We missed a second fake Josie earlier because it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and so they, they like run out and they run into a room I and they're trapped. love the way they this happens because, okay, Alan M is like halfway through a doorway leaning out, leaning from the viewer's perspective uh, uh, toward the left. Okay. Then he goes back right entirely out of the room to then... Go, run through the door back to the left again. Yes. Because they didn't want to animate him from leaning, uh, transitioning into his, like, cut and paste run cycle. Yeah. <laughs> had to exit to reset his model to run in. Yes. <laughs> and that tickles me. And so they run to a room and they're like, oh my god, we're trapped under this really nefarious looking weird ass thing that's definitely going to do some weird shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and it does. It clones them into robots. They all are ro- so. So it's the three pussycats, the Cabots, and Alan, and Sebastian and Shitfuck. Yes, all of them. Yes. So th- all of our heroes <laughs> and their frenemies uh-huh. run out, and Alan M is like, "Me Hulk, me smash!" And he holds the door. I think he is stronger than five androids. Yes. I named more than five androids. He can't <laughs> hold it forever. And so he's trying to hold them back because they're like running away, but he can't hold it very long. So then we start a cartoon chase mm-hmm. to their song, Bubble Bubble. We're in trouble. Yes. The the uh, song's title is Double Trouble, but... It sounds like Bubble it Bubble. It sounds like the, the, it it's, should be called Bubble Bubble. Because all it sounds like they're saying is Bubble Bubble. Mm-hmm. And if they're saying double trouble, they really need to enunciate. <laughs> uh, and then... So, so yeah, it's it's this long, uh, interminably long uh, chase, you know. We're running we're, this way. We're running this way. We're in the mold of the monkeys, which then gave it to Scooby-Doo, and, and it got passed down along the way. And in this case, because they're being chased by their robot clones... They don't have to even draw a new guy this time. No. <laughs> and yeah, so they run back and forth, and then the evil guy's like, oh my gosh, I'm putting down bridges. And they're like, okay, that's fine. We're going to go down the slide. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and then they're like, oh, we're going to escape. And so they get farther away, and Melody dumps a bucket of water on herself because she wants to make sure she's not a robot. Everyone looks at her sh- like she's like an idiot, but... What if Melody's just been experiencing the entire film Ex Machina in the background? She's been dissociating. She has a complete collapse this of selfhood. When presented, true. when presented with such perfect lifelike recreations, when you know it's artificial, can you be sure you're real anymore? Right. Can you be sure that your knees and elbows move and you don't make whirring noises whenever you want? Can you be sure? <laughs> Uh, and so, so they get back, they escape, they go back to the, like, 20 foot tall, uh, aliens, <laughs> and they're like, ah! They've been eating their Wheaties, they, they grew. And so they fill them in on, like, what happened, and, like, how they had to go to Exile Island, and they got Josie, because he was, you know, she was kidnapped. And the and king like, of the planet mm. is like, hey, 
Sucks to be you. Go to jail. Go to jail for being kidnapped and then rescued. You Earth youngsters have meddled and broken our laws. And so, yes, they are confined for the rest of their investigation. And they're like, man, are you sure these people are good? <laughs> and the one guy that was like their chauffeur is like, yeah, I think so. They've always been chill before. Uh, and so then... Uh, Melody kills little fucker yes. by giving him water because we find out he is a robot. He's a robot. He he's he's a little robo baby, yeah. and he explodes. And as soon as they explain he's a fake, she's like, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna stop grieving now. That means the real one's out there." Yeah, Melody does a smart thing. Yeah, I don't think she's that dumb. No, Melody, secret genius. Yeah, I'm waiting for it. There was that one moment in the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. She's always a secret genius. Yeah. Uh, so they look out the window and they see that their spaceship has been moved to town mm-hmm. and uh, their dummies are going to be sent into space. And uh, Would anyone notice that switch, really? No. They don't even notice it in each other. What's no. the big idea? But the real little fuck fuck is outside and he's all like, bleep, 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 you fucking idiots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like, oh my gosh, where there is bleep, there is hope. Where there is fuck, there is hope. He's actually reading the uh, uh, totally unredacted uh, Warren Commission report. You're like, no, no, you can't, you can't tell people who killed Kennedy. You have to bleep this. <laughs> he lets them out, and they run down, and they splash water on the rulers to find out that the rulers are actually robots. Mm-hmm. And then they also destroy their robot selves with, with a fire hose. And the real weirdly charged imagery uh, turning the fire hose like okay, it's not terribly high power, but. Come on now, it's 1972. I can see that on the news. Um, and so then they're like, oh my gosh, the Karnak statue is the real Karnak. Oh my god, he's been standing there every day, all the time. He's what the been fuck? chilling out, making shifty eyes at us every day. <laughs> and, and Karnak gets chased by a number of guards we've seen. Now previously, we've seen all these guards standing still. And so they've been drawn in one particular perspective, depending on the scene. Yes. And now they have to move. Yes. <laughs> and they are not redrawn. No. So they're just like, they seem to be just sliding in different directions. So chauffeur alien dude goes back to Exile Island and finds the real rulers and bring them back. And they're like, oh my God, we're so happy you saved us. Our cell was like right next to yours. We were yelling. Uh, we, we knocked really loud. And they're like, it's okay. We're going to do a concert for you. And so, so, so they, they sing their Bubble Bubble song. They sing uh, Double Mint Gum again. And uh, they, they are rewarded. They're rewarded for their bravery and heroism uh, with a space compass that works. Yes. They're like, we have programmed your spaceship to go back to Earth. And they're we like, oh, my you. God. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. They're like, we did this as a favor to you, but really, they're like, go away. Just go. Just go. Just go You're away. You're so tiny. We're afraid we're going to step on you at Why? all times. Why did we have to listen to a six-hour concert? Please take little shit fuck away. We don't <laughs> want him anymore. He's The legal department is on our ass. <laughs> and so they all are like, yay, we're going home. Yay, without ever telling us why the fuck they're out there. Uh, yay! And so they shoot off into the sky, mm-hmm. and then Alexandra's like, oh my gosh, I want music for the ride home. And she totally fucking messes up the computers, mm-hmm. and they can't go home now. So then we get the, the credits. Uh, the credits are like a static illustration that different names come up. Yeah. I really like this picture. I think it's cute. I do have to point out there are uh, ten people credited for story. Ten? Wow, you guys are milking your paychecks. Ten people. I'm, I'm sure it's the same ten people for all 16 episodes. I don't think you need ten of them. I don't think you needed ten people to come up that, with if this is the baseline. That sounds like someone hired their friends. I, th- I think you maybe needed three people. In case one of you's out sick. I think you needed two or three for story and then another two or three for, like, dialogue. And you're, you're good. You don't need ten people on this show. Really good. You need one person to take a look at the scripts and be like, yeah, we'd have to draw something new for that. You gotta change it. <laughs> yeah. So episode two. Episode two is called Make Way for the Multi-Men. Yeah, and so I feel like we should talk about the opening yes. here. Yes. Because the opening credit song uh is very like, you know, 
we're going to repeat Josie's in outer space multiple times. But we're also going uh, to... Oh, you got you got the lyrics. I have the lyrics. Okay. Uh, this is new lyrics to the same theme song of the classic Josie and the Pussycats theme. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Josie in outer space. Pussycats are all in place. Blasting off on another chase. Mars stars the Milky Way. When they're grooving, who can say? They can't. They don't know how to fly this dang ship. Buckle up your seatbelts. Mm. They could be in orbit in the stars on a spooky planet. Maybe Mars. If they were in Mars, they'd be so close to home. We could just go get them. There's no way of knowing when they're grooving way above the atmosphere trying to get back here. We're not going to tell you why. Uh, they're blasting <laughs> off now. Josie's on a rocket ride. Pussycats all by her side. Bleep bleep is the kooky guide. <laughs> Come along and dig the chase with the pussycats in outer space. The pussycats in outer space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to point out the seatbelt reference and how they like zoom in on the seatbelt. And I'm like, that's odd. Like they are really telling you to be safe in a with your seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And so you and I both had similar thoughts, though. Yes. And, and both Googled stuff about seatbelts. It was... So this was made in 1972. Yes. In 1968 is when, uh, like, car new cars being made were required to have seatbelts, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. in every seat. However, it was not until the mid-80s and even the mid-90s, in some cases, on a state-by-state basis... That seatbelts were required to be worn and yeah. used. So, well, so this is coming out in the dead zone where you had to have them, but according to the the state, you did not have to use them. So I feel like this like zoom in and like special like mention of seatbelts was like an encouraging kids <laughs> to wear them. This is the PSA. Like yeah, yeah. Josie and the Pussycats are cool. You should like buckle up your your seatbelt too, like you're traveling to space. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very interesting. <laughs> They saved a lot of lives. Yeah. All the lives that that little shitfuck was threatening. (laughs) I like that you've dubbed him little shitfuck, and I've dubbed him little fuckfuck. We'll never know. It's bleeped either way. Yeah. Um, So on on the uh, magic wand, Mm -hmm. uh, Sebastian is freaking out. He has a psychic, like, nervous breakdown. Yes. His brain is being piloted by another totally tweaking out yeah it ends with him seeming to be dead like he's stiff as a board well he's pointing he's pointing yeah directly down directly down to hell uh to a planet because on this planet are evil cat alien people there's a panther man who has a homing signal there's a panther man pulling their their rocket towards the planet and once again, it falls to Valerie to save the day. <laughs> like, th- this is... A, she's better at it now than last time. Yeah. This is the through line. By episode 16, Valerie is going to be like an ace pilot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's true. I fucking hope, at least. Seriously. Like, okay. Alan M. is the actual star of the show. He gets all the action beats. He comes up with most of the plans. Mm -hmm. He's the decider whenever they're trying to to choose between things. Mm -hmm. Melody's there to be loopy. And uh, uh, Sebastian and and Shitfuck are doing mascot things. Yeah. Valerie has nothing to do. Josie has nothing to do. Yeah. Her name's in the title and Josie really has nothing to do. Not really. So I'm glad Valerie gets to drive. Yes. (laughs) Uh, so, so they land and, uh, Alan's like, oh my gosh, I think like we landed where someone wanted us to because they landed on like a giant fucking target. Mm-hmm. It's a giant turf bullseye. Uh, and little, little shit fuck is, uh, worried. Well, yeah. Leaping all over the place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, but then everyone disappears except Melody and Bleep. And then Melody disappears and then Bleep is grabbed as well. Yeah, he's, uh, everyone gets sucked down into these holes when, when we, the viewer, do not see them until it is, it is little shit's turn. And he's hopping from hole to hole, never quite falling down because he's such a good hopper. Yeah. Uh, and then a robot hand pops out of one of the holes. He's like, you get the fuck down here. Yeah. And they are in a cage. They're in a cage. Uh, and there are cat people. And when I say Alan M is the brilliant genius here, he's the one who says, hey, we should try to leave. Yeah. Incredible insight. 
Uh, and so the cat people, uh, one is like, hey, I'm, uh, Katar, king of the cat people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, they're the fucking cat people. <laughs> they couldn't even give them a name. They're just the cat people. They're just cat people. I am Kator, king of cat people. What more do you want from me? It's a living. And so he's like, hey, you're going to be hostages until our queen is returned to us. Because he believes them to be agents, agents of their great enemy. Eventually he'll explain that, but he's, he's, it's the basis he's working from for now. Uh, and so uh, what we get explained to us is that uh, Mentor. Menton. Menton. Menton is uh, uh, the one who stole the queen. And Alan, being the genius he is, is like, that doesn't look like a man. I think it's Alan. I don't actually know. One of them's like, oh my gosh, that doesn't look like a human being. And there's the cat guy's like, Of course no! he's not a living he's being. He's a fucking robot. <laughs> Y'all are fucking idiots. Cantor has known these people for five seconds. He hates them already. And they're like, but we don't know him. We're from Earth. And you know what? We can prove it to you. If you let us get our instruments from the ship, we're going to put on a concert for you. Because you don't know what music is. You're cat people. Yeah, Josie makes a huge assumption that the cat people don't know what am music. And you know what? She's not wrong. Because apparently they don't know what fucking music is. Your scientific instruments? Yes, you may retrieve them. So they play a song called Love Song of the Universe. Yep. Cantor is like, yes, you must be from Earth. What you say is true. Menton is a fucking square, total lamo. He wouldn't know music <laughs> if it bit him on the ass. Yeah, but then, and so he's like, yeah, you can go home. But they're like, you know what? We want to help. How can we help find your queen? Mm -hmm. uh, and he's like, well, you know, we built this robot, obviously. Uh, we don't know what music is, but we can build robots. And the robot reprogrammed himself and stole our queen. And also enslaved many cat people to build his super robot city. That too. Please do not build a super robot who then enslaves you. There are many such cases. Do yeah. not fall in, in this trap. So they go into the city. Menton City. Uh, and it very much looks like a hamster lab. It looks like a giant chemistry set. Everything is beakers and test tubes and Erlenmeyer flasks. Yeah, but it's like hamster tubes yeah. designed to be like a lab. The entrance is a giant glass hamster too. Yes. And I love how Menton tries to lock them in eventually in like two scenes from now by <laughs> using a blowtorch to melt the glass door closed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, he, he comes in and is all like, ooh, you're, you're not going to escape. And he uh, multiplies himself because mm -hmm. he has a multiplier. He has a flashlight that can clone people. This show loves to multiply people. This show loves to draw <laughs> one thing and then run it through the photocopier. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're, uh, Val or Melody is like, oh, my gosh, how will we know which one the real one is? I'm going with the one that was where he originally was. Secret genius! Why does everyone say she's stupid? <laughs> My favorite line. They're like, how are we ever going to find the queen of the cat people in this crazy place? <laughs> Many such cases. Uh, uh, so, so then uh, the robot yeah. explains... How his duplicator device works. If you push this button, it makes more. If you push this button, it makes less. And then he explains his plan to take over the planet and replicate himself. Because, you know, if you're evil, you're going to explain everything. Why does he need the rest of the planet? He's got his, his ball and city. He because, can make as many of him as he wants to hang out with. he's the best and only the best should exist. Okay. And he doesn't like cat fur. <laughs> it, it messes with his gears it sticks to all of my test tubes though i really don't the know. static cling is notorious though none of the cats are fluffy quite honestly the queen of the cat people looks like a hairless cat so i don't know what his problem is i'm sick of cantor i watched him lick his own balls i cannot unsee it uh so josie finally gets to do a thing <laughs> And she's like, oh my gosh, like, why don't you, uh, like, make duplicates of me and, like, we'll all surrender to you. I will humor your childish wish, he says. So no chance of a trap or funny business in general. We are all good. And so he duplicates her 
And he gives an order, and she's like, well, they can follow that. I don't have to, because I'm still a human being with free will, and I'm going to steal your duplicator. <laughs> so, And he's like, no, no, you meddlers! <laughs> so the rest of the episode, basically, is a struggle over the magic flashlight. Though, at one point, as they're running with it and trying to get it away from him, it gets dropped, and Alan's like, oh no! I dropped the box. So at some point in the making of this cartoon, the flashlight was supposed to be a box and they never changed the fucking line (laughs) (laughs) because it's not a fucking box and no way does it look like a box. So it gets dropped and tripped and tossed in their, their big traditional monkey style back and forth, mix them up chase. This is what the seventies were. People were doing this all the time. Mm -hmm. Bob Dylan did this every week. I swear. Mm -hmm. This is what the seventies were. I would not trust any of these people on a relay team. No, they cannot keep their hands on the magic flashlight. No, just grip it. Just hold fast. That's what she said. Grip it. Good. Do no, 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 no. Just hang on. Moving forward. Moving back. <laughs> Get in the spaceship. And don't go anywhere because you know how to fucking drive. <laughs> so uh, they they run past this giant glass tube on the ground. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, we're going to roll this. And so they roll it and they take out a bunch of robots and the robots all break into like a bajillion pieces. But the glass doesn't. That's really fucking good glass, man. That glass is is nice. You know what you do? You learn this technology and you take it back to Earth and you will be millionaires. <laughs> there is... I saw like a video of someone who made a new transparent ceramic oh. that is also like bulletproof. Dang. Yes, this exists. Dang. Uh, it, it turns out Josie and the Pussycats in Outer Space predicted the future. Yeah. In many significant ways. Dang, that's pretty cool. I, I recently, uh, uh, I don't know why, where I watched it. It was maybe TikTok or something, but it was explaining about different glasses. Mm. Like tempered glass versus mm-hmm. like laminated glass and like various glasses. And wh- what glass is the most fun to break? Do you want it to break into like a bajillion pieces? I find that not fun. I would say then, tempered glass is the least fun to yeah, break. Yeah, so then I guess you want, like, the glass that's used in windshields, like the laminated glass. Ooh, for, for the fun spiderweb? Yeah. I'd say just plate glass seems pretty fun to break. Oh, that goes everywhere, though. Yeah. Fucking sh- I asked if you wanted it to go everywhere, and you said no. I think that's the least fun. <laughs> so why would you want that? Well, maybe I like it in moderation. Maybe you want like stage glass. Ah, uh, yeah. Like sugar glass. Yeah, because then I can eat it. Because then it looks like glass and it breaks everywhere, but like it's just sugar. Mm hmm. Yeah. So uh, they eventually come up upon the queen of the cat people. You want to guess the name of the queen of the cat people? I bet you can guess her name. Queen Felina. She's feline. Yeah. Felina. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so she's all like, oh, thank you for saving me. She's trapped in a copy of Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar. Excuse me, she's trapped inside a bell jar. And so they all start running again. Yep. And the flashlight gets dropped. Yes. Just fucking hold on to it. And what's his name, like, gets it back. And while he's, like, getting ready to, like, duplicate shit, they're like, oh my gosh, let's make instruments out of random glass. See, Josie McCoy thinks music solves all problems, but also she is never wrong. And so they all make instruments. And luckily, luckily, they have their Josie and the Pussycat band uniform on underneath their space uniform. I'm sure it is. Like, they, they unzip that classic 70s jumpsuit like, and it's leotard like time. Sp- Spider-Man. Yeah. And they're just out there, like, rocking away, playing their song. And A glass drum kit? How? How? And never mind stringing strings over an Erlenmeyer flask, the outside of it, and somehow wrapping your arm around it to play. And there's no, there's no hollow part. You would want to play the strings over the mouth. The hollow part for resonance? No, that's not what Josie does. It's really good fucking glass. How do the tambourines work? They are just glass discs. Valerie is bonking her hips with glass, and somehow sound is happening. They are do acapella. 
<laughs> They're like the pentatonics of the time. <laughs> Alexander and Alan M are in the back doing the... the... <laughs> uh, and so Robot Man's like, oh, stop, you don't know what you're doing! The vibrations! So the same song that Cantor loves melts the city and breaks Menton's brain apart. And, and the glass is cracking and it's creating a chain vibration reaction. And the place is just fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. The cat people are very grateful. Yes. But they're like, we don't fucking know how to get to Earth. <laughs> Good luck. We, we cannot give you the gift that was bestowed before. <laughs> uh, but they're like, wow, is that the duplicator? And Al- Alan's like, yeah, it totally is. And like, look at this button here. And he hits it. And it, like, hits Alexandra's mirror, Mm -hmm. and the mirror disappears, and the duplicator disappears. The the mirror bounces the beam back to the duplicator. Well, yeah, it meant that it was bouncing. I thought her mirror also disappeared at the same time. I thought both did. No. Well, one thing disappeared. (laughs) I thought two things disappeared. Whatever. So the duplicator's gone. Yes. And this is curious to me, because if I was going to show off an item called the duplicator, I would push the duplicate button. Not the disappear button? What this tells... There there were no duplicates to make disappear. No. Alan M. was trying to kill someone. Yes. And I have to assume he was trying to kill Alexandra and missed by like three inches. It was a good plan. It was a good plan. I'm with he you. Really, he really tried. Make it look like an accident. <laughs> it would have been okay. <laughs> Everyone would believe him. No one would think to question the great Alan M. His muscles are so huge. Little fucker would know, but no one would listen. He'd just say, bleep, 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 bleep. And you'd hear Melody be like, you can't prove that. (laughs) That's an unfounded accusation. And he'd be like, bleep, 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 bleep. She's like, don't talk to me like that. I'm your best friend. (laughs) Bleep, bleep does love kisses. There's one point where, where bleep, bleep picks a lock with his antenna. And I thought he was just going to give the lock a big smooch. Well, you know, if you're nice to it, maybe it'll open. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what do you think of uh, Josie and the Pussycats in outer space? Two episodes was enough. (laughs) Well, there's 14 more where that came from. Don't want to see them. I'm good. I am so good. (laughs) So good. Wow. Cartoons in the 70s suck. (laughs) It's just... We watched two episodes and they're like almost the same fucking thing. They're both about duplication. They're both about like, oh, there's the good people on the planet and the bad people on the planet. Or excuse me, the one bad guy on the planet who likes to make duplicates. And we're going to run a lot. Gotta do the running. Gotta run a lot. And Happy 60th anniversary, Doctor Who. We gotta run a lot in a lot of hallways. In a musical number for no reason. <laughs> oh boy. What do you think of it? I think the songs are better on the Archie show. Yes. Yeah, which yes. is a shame. I'm I it's the luck of the draw. Maybe we got two bad ones. Hey, Archie. They, they might have used up the, the A songs on the first season before they went to space. Archie's at least enunciate. <laughs> I mean, they were saying Bubble Bubble. Then why is it called Double Trouble? Not every song is named after the most prominent words in the song. I don't think they ever say Double Trouble. <laughs> I think all they say is Bubble Bubble. And I'm like, why the fuck are you talking about bubbles? <laughs> I love you, dude. I love you. Yeah, it, it just goes to show that what, what we keep learning, relearning over and over again is that uh, media is a product of its context, uh, its production and uh, broadcast plans, and you know, just the landscape of that show. Yeah. If Riverdale were, were 10 years ago, it would not look the same. I guess not. <laughs> it, it would not be as moody and neon. Riverdale would look like Dawson's Creek. Oh, that's more than 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. It would, it would look like Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some vitamin water, right there. <laughs> the only episode I've seen is with the fucking vitamin water is like right there. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to Cover Girl, like we're we're not I, in entirely it's separate why, that's territory. That's why Pretty Little Liars is the perfect like show to say it would be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Or, so it would also be like the weird like Gilmore Girls, I guess. I just imagine yeah. there would be a lot more daytime scenes. There would be a lot more daytime scenes. If, if Riverdale scenes. were a 2007 rather than a 2017 premiere. Yeah, yeah. That or it would like Riverdale would stop taking place like in New York and it would take place like in California. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that was also the thing. And like, I think the approach to serialization that it has would be the same because that is, that's like a Buffy X-Files thing. And that mm. was still in vogue in the early to mid 2000s, but I don't think it would have as much flirting with the supernatural. I think those walls, you, you either were or you weren't. There was none of this, eh, eh, maybe, maybe, that Riverdale does nearly every season. Yeah. <laughs> All but the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose there would be that. So, so is this like, just, you know, what would have happened if Edgar actually went to space? He would have found fuck fuck. He would have found a little shitfuck. He would have brought back a little shitfuck. Oh my god. Can that like... I like to think Evelyn is his little shitfuck. That, that should have been a thing. <laughs> like, it should have suddenly, like, okay, Riverdale should end. And it, like, should should have ended, I guess, even though we haven't seen it. But it should have ended with suddenly Edgar coming back. How do you know he didn't? With How spoiler-averse have you been? I have been avoiding things, but also, like, I feel like I would have heard about Edgar coming back with a little shitfuck. <laughs> Or that could be the aliens that's like in the town is mm-hmm. like the the cat people. It could just be the cat people. It could pe- just be the cat people. Yeah. Cantor of cat people. And it could look like if this was live action, it'd be the cat people from Doctor Who. The cat nuts. Yeah, it'd be Ar- Arlen o- Ar- Arlen O'Hanlon. Yeah. Little, little cat man. Yeah. Being, being very freaked out about uh, elderly lesbians. Yes. I'm an old fashioned cat. Or, all the cat nuns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the cat nuns in the episode uh, New Earth, the one that got her face melted off in boils. Yeah. Under that makeup is the actor who played uh, Martha's mom the following year. That was makeup? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, dear. I love you, dear. I just like the way you're like, under the make all that makeup, like... Yeah! <laughs> well, I mean, that's how you get double cast these days, is you do, like, a entirely hide-your-face part. Yeah. Like Karen Gillan being one of the volcano priestesses. Except that didn't hide her face enough. In F- Fires of Pompeii. Yeah. 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 Well, how do we explain, uh, uh, how do we explain Peter Capaldi, then? There's a whole episode about explaining that. <laughs> he figures it out in, in, uh, Viking times. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Freema Atchman showing up at Doomsday. That too? Identical cousins. <laughs> That's how. Uh, I'm excited for the 60th, guys. I am. I am. Uh, but yeah, Sex Archie is here. The The strike is over. Unless a new one starts it because um, membership rejects the, the, the deal. Could happen, I guess. Could happen. That's their business, not mine. It's not my guilt. Not my, my decision. You know... We'd figure it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but assuming that does not happen. Yeah. We're, we're back. I, I think from here on out, we're going to be talking Riverdale. The final six episodes yeah. of the final season of Riverdale. Oh, yeah. And then maybe some ideas that we'll have to talk about off mic for like a real Sex Archie finale. Yes. If we want that to be something separate from the Riverdale finale recap. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're back. Uh, probably going to skip a few weeks for like holiday reasons. Yes. It's December out there. Y'all know. <laughs> but yes. we're back all the same. Yeah. <laughs> very, very excited for it. Oh, one thing I was going to bring up before you made fun of me a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, is watching a Josie and the Pussycats thing, especially okay. something that puts these characters in a wildly different context, makes me think of the Return of the Pussycats episode of Riverdale. Mm-hmm. Where they apparently go off to be tour bus bound voodoo hunters. And I'm so mad I haven't gotten that fucking spinoff. And is this really that different? Like, it's it's for children who are playing with G.I. Joes on the carpet and not actually watching. That's different. But is the idea that different? <laughs> There's a reason why they're going to go do that. <laughs> Don't know why we're in space, other than we just fell into a spaceship. <laughs> I, I, it's 70s tradition to just let 
the the theme song explain the concept of your show so you don't have to it's not a great explanation <laughs> i i demand more mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah we're just coddled by modernity I, yeah 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 know, unfortunately i guess <laughs> uh but anyhow uh now that we're through our hiatus of several reasons uh-huh Congratulations on uh, cutting 25 minutes off your marathon time, dear. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. We would like to get the word out that we're we're hitting the ground. We're, we're doing the home stretch. We're, we're doing this we're, thing. We're approaching the finish line. Dun, it's our dun, own marathon. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I saw a dun, really funny video of some dun, guys dun, out dun, with dun, like their little brass... Dun band and they were in a park just waiting for runners to go by and they started playing the rocky theme and then ran after them like with their instruments (laughs) (laughs) and then like would stop and then wait for another one and run after that runner with their instruments there's nothing i would be more afraid of than someone waiting for me and then chasing me with a trumpet they only Well, I guess a trombone would be scary. They got the reach. If okay. I'm remembering the video, they only did this to men, and that was very smart. <laughs> it was very smart. There's like a meeting before like, all right guys, we gotta think about optics here. We are not gonna chase any women. <laughs> any women running alone, Look, we are not chasing them. I know, you know, we all know here, but we exist in a greater context, guys. <laughs> There's context. <laughs> And everybody like goes hands in one two three context yeah. Uh, so with that, uh, you should uh tell a friend. That's what I was trying uh, to say. You yeah. should follow us on Twitter at sex underscore Archie. Uh-huh. Uh, you should also leave us a rating and review. Please, please do that. Uh, you know, call it a going, uh, call it a farewell present, you know, or call it a holiday gift. Call it whatever you want, as long as you do it. I love five stars. It's my favorite number of stars. Mm-hmm. I got like a guest thing coming up. Uh, any great Gundam Project listeners, I'm going to be on the next episode to come out talking about uh, Gundam 00 episodes 16 and 17 and uh, a couple episodes of Rose of Versailles, their backup show while we're at it. Uh, oh, man. Everyone in that show is going to fucking die. <laughs> Sounds about right. It's a... Uh, it's a historical drama set uh, in the years before the French Revolution. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to die, die. die. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, look forward to that. I'm looking forward to recording it in a couple days' time. <laughs> so with that, I'm Elena. I'm Grant. And from us here at Sex Archie. Bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep. Bleep, bleep.